see you on Santa Cruz Waves. I can see you guys. Hey, what's happening? Neil, we got a great show tonight. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while. I mentioned that earlier. Having the Millers here. I love saying that. It's like the Millers on vacation. I just think it's such a great thing. Yeah, we'll talk about that Barbados. But yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, you know, we can't make it because we're in Barbados. It's the best excuse I think we may have had. Yeah, so far. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, fuck like that. We're in Barbados. We're like, good excuse. That works. Tonight, everybody, just so you know. We got a couple of generations of some uh, fantastic Santa Cruz surfing uh, history and uh, future history to be. Um, sitting next to me, just so you guys know, Mr. Bud Miller. Hello. Um, uh, uh, microphone's very close, just so you know. And uh, Hey, how's it going? Bud Miller, famous Santa Cruz professional surfer. Oh, come on, Terry. Yeah, I'm just going to say. there, too. We were both saying, there. Just saying. <laughs> next to Bud. Okay, wait, 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 yeah. wait. It's oh yeah, Absolutely. fierce competitor. No. Oh, yeah. fierce. Fierce. Okay, you do. So yeah. When the, he was at the stubbies. They would say, "Oh, here comes the guy. Not two cold beers, but one hot surfer." Yeah, that was that was oh. bad. That oh. was. Oh, what? Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, Moving down the row. Next to Bud is uh -oh. Amy, his wonderful wife. Who? who <laughs> a, a good answer. Uh, Amy Zavala. For those of you who don't know, that was. Right. Um, absolutely, a hundred percent. Amy, Amy, in my opinion, uh, was and is one of the strongest surfers Santa Cruz has ever produced. Wow! And what I, a compliment. I, I, I've awesome. seen you in action, and it is amazing. And uh, I, I know that those surfing genes have been passed on to your daughter Kiana, who is sitting at the end of the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that it's a, a family affair. And I think there's so much of that going on right now, um, especially here in California. There's a lot of multiple generations of surfing families that have, have competitive backgrounds, support it. And I said this earlier today. I don't know if I said it to you. It's hard to find a competitive surfer without a supportive family. Let alone two parents that surf and both Very, competitively. Right. It's hard. Could you have done it without this support there's no way like i have my dad who big waves competitive surfing my mom competitive surfing isas in both u.s and mexico right Couldn't yeah have been better off um neil by the way kiana on the end here um you've had some really nice finishes in your competitive career um tell me what a couple a favorite what's a favorite um, I think my favorite is definitely my three regional titles, and that is only because I'm tied with my mom right now. Oh. We both have three each, and if I get one more, then I'll go over the top. Can you sabotage that, Amy? Is that is, are, are you encouraging <laughs> that? You know, um, actually, when I, would, I was telling her something way when she was younger, and she wasn't listening. You know, oh, we were. Um, she was at a contest, and she wasn't listening to me, and I said, you know what? When you get these titles, then you come and talk to me then. And then she just went, oh, gosh. Okay. But you know what? It, I had to say it because when do kids really want to listen to their parents? And, you know, it's kind of mm. difficult. But, right. but now she's – and then what's really nice, though, is that um, I try to stay humble as much as I could. But um, down south, Hawaii, Mexico, 
um, I just try to be a good person, be respectful. Yeah. And I, that's what I try to teach our, our yeah. family and our daughter. So if she daughter. is on the cusp of a title, will you like Nancy Kerrigan her to get her to <laughs> n- not get that? Is that <laughs> Yeah. I do not know who that is. Okay, that's okay. It's terminology for taking out your competition. Um, so no, I would, of course, no. I actually, I, you know, I would rather have her go farther than I would, of course. And she already has. Right. I think she's probably made more money than I have already because we didn't have the money. The free right. Zamba, the Kim Eric times, mm-hmm. we didn't have all that money. Weren't you top 25 in the world for a while? Like you finished top no, 25 or that. something like well, that? Yeah, something like that, but... Hey, Kiana, no, I, I pass that back over one second with her? I think Kay. it was more like top uh, 10, well, and then you didn't have the money to do the rest yeah, of the tour because yeah. back then there wasn't really the support for women surfing in Santa Cruz. Now if you had somebody in the top 10, there would be definitely somebody willing to support them. That's like private jets yeah. and type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who got you – because let's just be honest about Santa Cruz surfing – in the 80s, there wasn't a lot of girls in the lineup. Uh-uh. It was a pretty uh, ferocious... Cr- yeah, that's you know a good point. who I looked up to, and were always my heroes? Brenda Scott and Jane Lelane. Jane Lelane, yeah. So you know what? I still, to this day, if I see them, hmm. what? She still rips. And they both, yeah. I'm sure they both still surf really well, and I give them my ultimate respect because they brought it on for all of us. They made it easier for us, and then we made it easier for the and and who got you into surfing? How did you how did you start? Oh my gosh. Okay, now we're going to get into a deep. So I come from a Catholic, Hispanic, all male dominating family, and my parents said, "You are not going out there." And I said, "Okay, okay." But guess what? I am going to go out there cuz um and then I just did I did it for myself. Um my my brothers kind of didn't back me up. But now and now uh, yeah, as soon as I s- they knew that I was really interested and was doing well, then I got the support. But it was really hard being a Hispanic woman. But you know what? I just said, let's do this. I'm going to let my surfing do the talking. And let alone both your brothers surf, right? Yeah, and then towards the end, we would uh, I always. What did you have to lose? What did I have to lose? But you know what? The thrill. The thrill of being out in the ocean. Being like back in the day, there was I felt there was more sea otters, more seals. Remember at Four Mile Bud, we would have yeah, absolutely. seal that would come around and nibble at our, mm. our booties and our feet. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it, you know what? Instead of playing the song of "Oh Poor Me," I said I'm gonna let my surfing do the talking. Mm-hmm. It did. And that's how I get respect. Mm-hmm. Were your brothers pissed that you surf better than them? <laughs> you know what? How about um, her boyfriend? <laughs> Got to that point where it was like, no, but damn, oh she's gosh. making events. I'm not making them. And I was he like, didn't make it easy. He would say, "What'd you fall for?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, no." <laughs> One time, I remember Ward Coffee at Four Mile looking at him, going, "You two are too funny." I'm all, I'm not laughing. He just said I fell, you know. But anyways, it was yeah. She compare herself to the other girls, and I go, "No, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. For you. Don't compare yourself to the other girls." Compare yourself to Joey Thomas. Compare yourself to Richard Schmidt. That's the guys you want to look at. Do you want to get Rufo. really good? Look at the best that's out there, Rufo, everybody. Yeah. That's where you want to be. Don't don't compare yourself to anybody but the best. That's and now he says that to me. Yeah. Good. It's great advice. And I, I will say this about Amy. Um, I just feel like 
you know, there's always this stigmatism of the boys versus the girls. No. You surfed as good as anybody out there. And, uh, and it was a time when you just didn't see that. And that's why you – the for you to be a top ten, yeah. it makes sense because you had that style – and ability during that era, and it's I, I'm so proud of you back then. Well, wow! Thank you. And actually, what I loved going in the lineup, everybody just turn around and go, "What's up, baby?" Like I remember Vince Collier yelling at somebody, "Wow, that boy!" Turning red, and I would, I I jump the point. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I paddled way away, and he's all, "Hey, Amy, how's it going?" Uh, Vince had a lot of love for you, man. He really did. Well, it's kind of like you were given the golden ticket if you had that back then. And we've lost a lot of that in the you know, know in surfing these I days. Know. There's not really a sheriff anymore, right. um, which is kind of a funny thing. Um, no, it is. Cell phones ruined it all. Um, <laughs> but, but but I wanted to get back to you because uh, I wanted to ask how what, did you meet Amy surfing? Is that is that how this all started? I knew Amy because basically I hung out with her brother. We started out up at Five Mile, and they called us Beavers Beginners. Then it was the Five Mile crew, and he was part of that. You know, we always looked up to guys like Beaver and Dave Sutton and stuff, but I always knew she was out there because she was his Mm. little sister. Then she started surfing, you know, and I kind of had an eye for her. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, she's pretty hot. You know, I I might have a chance. And, you know, so me and Roof were hanging out this one time, and I'm like, hey, Roof, what do you think, man? You think I had a chance? He's like, oh, dude, you got to go for it. You got to go for it, bud. Come on, man. You got to go for it. We owe it to Roof? Yeah. No. No, yeah, Roof. So Roof's like, yeah, dude. Love advice. Yeah. Hey, who better? Come on. Roof is Don He's got the most miles of Anybody? Anymore. He's got <laughs> traveling. You know he was a Don Juan. Oh, you kidding so, me? But this oh, is yeah. when he was younger. You know, he's yeah. not younger. Oh, he had pecs and stuff. But he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, go hang out with Amy. I'll get your bike home. And I'm like, how the f- how are you going to get my bike home? We're up on Western Drive. you got to go down Miramar Hill. So anyway, I, I wake up morning. My bike's out there. It's all screwed up, and he got all banged up. But he managed to get it down the hill. And Very nice. Place. That's a brother for you there. I like that. Rufo. Okay. To this day, he still yeah. defends I love that. So Yay. Say that again. To this day, he still supports me and has just, like, been one of the, like, kindest people to me. Rufo. Yeah, Rufo. Oh, yeah. Surfo. Yeah. Surfo. Well, still rips to this day. He takes credit for you. He should. I never thought of that one. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So you were literally teenagers when you met. We were not. Yeah. Okay, well, is there, do you have any, I want, I'm, Amy, I'm going to ask yeah. you. Yes. 42 years together. What advice could you give somebody that can keep them together for 42 years? In, 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 while, uh, while surfing together. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But some simple words, it could help. Like, 42 years, that's an yeah. achievement. You know, yeah. I, I feel... Well, Bud is pretty darn funny. A lot of laughter is, I feel, like especially now with the stress and the kids and you know all, all this stuff that's going around our world, 
laughing together is so huge. Yeah. You gotta yeah. laugh. Yeah. That's why but we do the show. Mm-hmm. Tweet, we laugh yeah, we yeah. laugh yeah. and have fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, but back in the day when we were teenagers, I think not be not getting putting this thing in your in your head that you're insecure. Hey, I'm good enough. If if he doesn't want to be around me, fine. Why have this jealousy trip? Yeah. Well, you know, right. there's a lot of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And he felt the same way. Yeah. Time to ask the season question. Okay. Well, we may we may get the same answer, but it's we'll find out. Yeah. Well, Keanu, you're out of it because you're not, you're, not, you're a youngster. Yeah. But we do ask our seasoned guests what their favorite decade is and why. Oh, we'll start with you, Amy. You know, I like the late '80s. I like the go-go era. Uh, punk, skate, surf. I mm. love that era. And not to mention, I love all the beautiful colors. Fluorescence. Uh, right. The pinks, the yellows, which I see, it's coming, coming back. Coming back, yeah. You know, um, that's that was my favorite era. That's awesome. Yeah. And Alita, like I said, Alita. Yeah. The wetsuits, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. How about you? Oh, it was definitely the 80s. I mean, um, and you know, uh, we were talking about this earlier. All of us owe a huge debt of gratitude to Doc Scott. For sure. Because back in those days, we were doing our thing, you know, early 80s, and he showed us, you know, that there was competitive surfing. Surfing could be fun. He supported all the kids. He supported Amy. A lot. Uh, mm-hmm. A very a huge lot. amount. But the 80s were golden, dude. Those days of surfing in contests, Doc could have the bus, making hot dogs. You were repping back yeah, then. Right. We're yeah, right. We were killing the, it. Yeah. It was just, the, the waves were incredible. 82, 83, River Mount. Mm-hmm. Best ever. Best Black ever. ball boogie board specials. Nobody <laughs> will ever see it like that again, no, I don't think. No, it was amazing. And you even know? to this day, I see Doc, I see someone pushing his wheelchair, and he's sitting up there while I'm jumping off Grom Trail. And before I go down, he's always like, Amy. He oh. calls her Amy. He sees me, yeah. and he thinks that I'm my, I'm my mom. And you yeah. know what's funny about it? He calls me my brother's name. Really? Yeah, he calls me Kevin. Yeah, because Doc knows my brother, too. And I've known Doc forever. But, yeah, he, he, he will associate you with somebody else, which is kind of a Doc tactic. That's crazy. And he was so involved in our amateur surfing. And he was, and he was such a uh, – it wasn't weird. No, you know, there no. were some people involved in the amateur surfing that made it weird, and I, Doc never did. No. It was all no. about supporting and surfing. And that's one of the things I wanted to say, uh, say too. Doc, it wasn't about money. If, if the kids did not have money to enter the contest yeah. – He'd say, come on, get your jersey. Come on, let's go. Your heat's out. Your heat's out. Like, I remember one time at the Rivermount, I go, Doc, I don't have uh, $15 or whatever it was. And he said, it doesn't matter. Get your jersey on. Go out there. So he wanted, Mm. and and you know what? To this day, my my West Coast Championship was at Waddell. And I remember I went up to him because I said, I owe you everything. This is you. Thank you. Wow. That's a nice thing to say. So and you're not, I'm sure you're not the first to say that, Doc. No. I mean, I remember he took the team to Australia that oh one yeah. year. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, he he did that yep. and took everybody to Australia on a on a, on a competitive surf trip. Thank you, thank you to a lot of people. You know, yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I tell, you know, Abe wants to thank Jack every day. You know. Oh yeah, Jack was right? another one too. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Every people, day. People, and he taught yeah. me how to surf. Yeah. I am see Richie. No, absolutely. Everybody, there's whole whole generations that owe Doc Scott. I mean, all the way from our generation before us, 
You're talking about the Steve Coltons went to the world uh, mm -hmm. ISAs and, and final. Marcel. You know, Marcelo's mm -hmm. stuck a lot. He was really tight. Dan Roman, all of us. You know, right. it's not just a few of us. It's yeah. everybody. No, he was involved everybody in a big part of it. Everybody that was around. Anybody that grew up in those. One schools. of those things he saved the late 80s, and I always flash back to this. It was before, like, people longboarded at second peak. Right. You know, the surf, yeah. the, the lineups yeah. were so different. Yeah. And, um, and that's what I think will be missed more than anything yes, was I how agree. different the lineups were and the equipment that was used back then. Yeah. It was completely different. I the waves agree. were also better. I agree. I agree with that too. Yeah. If, if I could say anything on this show, I just wish and hope and pray that we start to get that respect back. And if your ability, if you, if you don't have the ability to, or the surf um, knowledge. knowledge to be there, don't be there. There's other places to surf. Mm -hmm. I just want to make it perfectly clear. I, it took me four years to learn how to push through, um, uh, what else? Uh, paddle, get out of the way before I surf the lane. Four years wow. after I could stand up. I don't think that, I think that's gone. I know it is gone because you know what? I watch her and I go, yeah. oh my gosh, you somebody just landed on her. <laughs> I almost get killed on the daily by people <laughs> that are just uneducated. It's crazy yeah. because. I mean, I got a friend of mine at the bar. She's up at Alpha uh, Bay and he drives up and says, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tethering this new wave storm. And it almost makes me feel bad too. Let's go to the giant dipper. Let's go to this, this yeah. roller coaster. Let's go hmm. to that roller coaster. Let's go to the Fox's roller coaster. Let's go out the map. I know, yeah. right? I know. So it, 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 it probably 20 years ago, you'd, you'd be cold. You you when I surfed there uh, on a crowded day, when I started surfing there, um, it was the second year Tom and those guys surfed it. And then I was surfing some absolutely gigantic Swift Street one day, and I came in, and Collier's like, that's it. you got to have a board before the, this weekend because it's going to get giant, and you and Broglie are going to come up to Mavs with me. And I was like, Jesus, what? So we actually went into I, – I told Broglie, where the fuck am I going to get a board? And he's like, come on. Uh, I don't know, but there's some in the aero surf shop. So I go in there, and we walk in there, and I'm looking on the rack, and there's a few in there, and I'm like, wow, this one looks really good. He goes, that's Mark Goins. And I go, okay. I grabbed it and walked out with it. And he goes, you can't do that. And I go, I just did, man. <laughs> this is my board now. I walked up. Thanks, Mark Goins. Thanks, Mark Goins. <laughs> and then apologize later. Hmm. That's the way it was. You know, it was, uh, but I mean, like, like I was going to say, in those days, if it was, there's 15 guys out, it was crowded. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine what these guys, guys go 70 guys out now and stuff. And where they take off and everything now, these mm -hmm. those guys, I, they're, whole nother level of surfer we have we've had pretty much every mavericks surfer on the show and yeah. the theme that we constantly hear is somebody's gonna get hurt yeah yes. you know and i think that's the scariest part of what's going on out there right now is they're, they're pushing deeper and pushing deeper and pushing deeper and it's a serious environment so yeah. let's just hope that that doesn't happen but uh it's kind of a crazy thing yeah i want to mention one thing to you bud because you and ward coffee kind of were sort of at eye for eye there for a little while and uh I, overall did you win more or did he win more it would go back and forth but i think in the amateur thing he he, he was a little older than i was so i was more like i i mean like we're going back to the 80s okay so you had guys like joey thomas to look up to richard schmidt steve colton mm, greg colton. bonner mm. obo all these guys uh, are always around Charlie oh, Heitman, come yeah, on, the whole Heitman family, fire, yeah. royalty. Heitman mm -hmm. family's yeah. royalty. Mm -hmm. Gallagher's are royalty. Schmidt's are royalty in my book. I mean, you know, he had these 
great, great surfers to look up to. But like when I was competing on the amateur level, when I first started, that was before Rufo was even surfing. Right. Okay. So Marcel, there's a few other guys, um, Greeny, and a few of those guys were were around. Uh, a couple of the uh, who are the two brothers, the Denovans. Uh, of those guys. Yeah, Jim and Dan Denovan. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, what's his name? Ernie Alvarez. Oh, I yeah. Love that EO. Guy, dude. Yeah. I miss him. O'Neill Surf Shop, EO. I, I never see him anymore. Yeah. But um, the guy that I always looked at back then, and, and these kids don't even know who he was, but he was the most talented kid my age of that era, and it was Kurt Gallagher. Oh, God. You know, yeah. that kid was mm-hmm. freaking amazing, dude. And that was the mm-hmm. guy that, for me, it was like that was the guy to beat until he just kind of faded out. And never wore a leash. But with me and Ward, yeah. That was Kirk Gallagher, you know, never wore a leash. No. Yeah. Amazing surfer. Mm-hmm. More natural talent than anybody I've seen in, in hmm. a long, long time, in my book. It's nice to hear that, because yeah, we don't mention, we, we talk often about uh, Santa Cruz history, and, and Kurt deserves that recognition. He so definitely I'm glad does. that you brought yeah, that up. Yeah, I had to do that. Yeah. It was like, looking back, you know, I started thinking about the 80s, you know, and it was like, yeah, Warren and I have a little rivalry, but it wasn't so much surfing. He was a little bit uh, competitive. He was a little bit older than I was, so mm-hmm. I was more in the... The, you know, I guess it was like the Rufo age group, um, which I was really pissed at him. He learned how to surf. I've never seen anybody learn how to surf as quick as Rufo. He was what a kneeboarder, right? And then we started hanging hold out. Hold the whole other thing. Yeah, we haven't heard this kneeboarding thing yet. He ripped on a, a boogie board. Then he got onto his knees and he was a kneeboarder. And he was an incredible kneeboarder. And then one year he's like, you know, started surfing. And I hung out with him for pretty much that whole year. And within one year, he was one of the best guys on the whole West Side. What's interesting one about that year. is that there's no regular or goofy in kneeboarding. You're yeah, just, you just kneeboard. How the hell did he decide to be a goofy foot? You know, it's, I have no idea. Yeah, like he, it's so random. And you know what I noticed about Rufo is when he did get to, the, um, when he changed from, you know, the boogie board and kneeboarding, he knew how to ride, uh, read waves so well. Incredible. That's mm. what... That's what he, he was. He was a good competitor. The ledge. The ledge. I had to throw that in there. He really yeah. pissed me off because in one year, <laughs> he went year. from yeah. a kneeboarder to one of the best guys. Taking you down? Taking totally me down. Pissed. He took me down in the first one he did, <laughs> and I was pissed. Seriously pissed. It was I like, love it. okay, come on, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. you know, and but, that lasted yeah. a couple of decades? It lasted a couple of decades after that. God damn so it, Roop. Boogie board. I love Those it. Those 80s were fun times. Yeah. Well, it's good yeah. to hear that because I, I, that comes up a lot because yeah. it's such a unique time. High-performance surfing, uh, good equipment, and not the crowds. And sort of the last hurrah before cell phones and I'm going to sue you things. Vince yeah. can still break fins oh, off yeah. and get away with stuff. That kept the lineup like it was like the Old West. Yeah. Old West and so much respect. Like you go, yes. oh, okay, I'm not going to paddle over here because those guys are there. So I got to paddle. Right. The girls. Oh, the girls, they would call it where we're at the lane, they would go, let's do the L. And I go, what's the L? They would go straight out and then turn the L because they didn't couldn't they didn't want to get where all the west side mm. or, you know, they just didn't want to Jump off the point, go yeah. straight out and do the yeah. L, get around yeah. everybody. Yeah. Straight and to middle know, peak, got our, it. Our, our, my friend Jamie, Laura, mm-hmm. um, all, all the younger girls. Well, Jamie, I forgot about Jamie. Jamie's yeah. doing awesome. Yeah. Her daughter huh. is, um, did she make the CT? She actually made Challenger Series, yeah. which is incredibly hard to do. Wow. Yeah. Backside. Huh. Uh, Leilani. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, she's one of the best out there. Well, sure. that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That, see, all these, you know, back in the day, we would stay away. We'd give these people the respect because, hey, you know what? We have pecking order. We haven't, um, you know, we still have to show them that we can serve. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told the girls. This is what we got to do. We just got to prove to them that we deserve to be out here and we can catch waves too. Yeah. So do you give Kiana pep talks like that? Is there times, um, Kiana, that you need like those words of wisdom when you have a bad day surfing? Um, yeah, for sure. My mom definitely gives me a lot of input and insight about my surfing for sure. Um, some things I take to heart a little bit too much, but for the most part, I try to be like very just like accepting and like, and yeah, you're and right. You, and you've heard what they have, what they tackled with, what they have tackled oh, yeah. fight. What, what do you have to? Not what, nearly what as bad as what they talk about, because like I feel like for the most part, all of the older men and the people my age all give me respect. Like there was never like any. I mean, there's, like, random people, but any of the people that live in Santa Cruz, for the most part, are really respectful of, like, women nowadays. And um, it's just the random people that don't really, like, have any knowledge of what they're doing or just kind of, like, it's just a little bit different, you know? You know what, like, like I said before, let your surfing do the talking because once they see you catch a wave, okay, give her space, <laughs> you know? Um, that's why you have to push it. Push it hard so that way you get that respect and you get your own waves. And how long did it take you to lo- earn that respect? You didn't, it didn't come immediately, so how long did it take you to earn that? It didn't come immediately. Um, I first started surfing when I was around 11-ish, and that was due to the fact that I went to Hawaii, and I um, have cousins over there. Um, they're my on my mom's side. I saw my cousins surfing with all their surfboards, and I've done it like maybe a few times, but I didn't really like the how cold the water was um, in Santa Cruz. So I flew over there. I'm enjoying like the beach with my cousins Hawaii, in Kauai. Yeah, rough life. Pretty rough life. I'm very lucky, but I was enjoying the beach with my cousins in Kauai, and then all of a sudden they picked up their surfboards. And I was like, I want to go with you guys. Try to paddle out and get as far as them. They just straight shot out there, caught a bunch of waves, and I was really like kind of looking at them like, that's what I want to do. How come they're doing it and I'm not? So then came home. Actually, no. First I called my dad. I'm like, Dad. I want to surf, and he's like, well, you, you surf all the time, or like, we go every once in a while, I'm like, no, 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 I want to surf, like, I want to be really good, and I want to earn my spot, and I want to be one of the top surfers in Santa Cruz, and he's like, pretty much, it was a really short turnaround, so I was like, I'm going to come home, I'm going to surf every day, my first goal, I think, was to surf every day for a week, when I was in about, like, fourth grade, fifth grade, Accomplished that, and then just kept going with goals and more goals. Yeah. Did you know at that time that your mom was such a prolific surfer in Santa Cruz? I had no. I I mean, I had heard things, but I didn't really like know too much about all of it. Like, I just had heard things from people and like like meetups and like we'd go to Beavers and hang out with everybody. But I didn't really know too much about like the surfing and like how everyone's a community and everything. Hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you, okay, how long have you been surfing for? I think about six and a half years now. My favorite days. No, 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 that's a question that we do ask. We'll we ask all. Rarely, we're gonna ask all three rarely, of you. We rarely ask. We rarely. We, it's always decade, but there is a favorite day. Wow. <sighs> I mean, this is gonna kind of throw everything off a little bit because I'm mainly known for shortboarding. But there was this one day that my mom took me surfing. I think like maybe last year. 
No one really knew that there was still a swell, like lingering swell hanging around, and there was no one out at Middle Peak. And I kid you not, it was pristine. There was no one out. It was like a little bit of a smaller day, but the waves were clean, beautiful. And um, I went out there on my pink and blue board, and someone just happened to capture the photo, and that photo has been my favorite one I've ever gotten. And that day, gun. That is my she favorite says picture. Small, she's talking like ten to twelve. Oh. <laughs> no. It was but a ten foot day, Neil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a ten foot day. You know, it was kind of small. That, that day. When I was out there, there was no one else in the lineup besides me. Everyone was at the slot on shoreboards, and I just remember paddling out by myself, looking around me, and no one else was there besides a yeah, seagull. Hmm. It was crazy. The water was beautiful blue. I think it was in Santa Cruz waves, actually. Yeah. There's a shot of me um, going on a left at Middle Peak with my pink and blue board, and I'm just the biggest smile on my face. Still, <laughs> you still have that board? I still do have that board. Good. It's going nowhere. It's yeah. going nowhere. Hang on to that one. I'm still keeping it. And can I say that that moment, that time, I remember it because she had just went through the rehab. She twisted her ankle. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time she went out in, um, what was it, 12 weeks or something like that? It and she goes out middle months. peak and gets the bomb. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, oh, gosh, I hope, you know, I it was hard to watch. <laughs> hard to watch? I don't know how I convinced you to let me go because I kid you not, I was doing I two know. weeks of physical therapy on my yeah. foot because I messed up my Achilles tendon and my ankle. So I don't know how I convinced her to drive me know. and take me. Mom saw the waves I and said, you got to go. I think she was going to go at middle peak on the biggest wave. <laughs> but I honestly didn't think she was going to go on the biggest is that wave. Is that child peak. abuse? Yeah, child abuse. Get out there. Shit, the last time I took her out to a giant middle peak, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show you the ropes, Kiana. Come on, follow me out there. Damn. Yeah. You know? Busted. And shit, a huge set comes, and I'm like, yeah, you need to sit over here, this, that. I get caught inside, and I, I you know, just get in the shit beat out of me. And I look up, and she's dropping in on wave after wave, and I go, okay, that's it. Mm. I'm not even better than her on big waves anymore. <laughs> 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 is, there, is there a better day than just when you're, you're Nothing. Well, I was going to say my best day. I wasn't actually surfing my kid, but the one that really sticks out to me, and it was the last time I really, I wasn't, I surfed earlier with her, but the one that really sticks out to me was, um, it was the last time I got to see my wife uh, really surf, really surf, and she was pregnant with Justin. Oh, yeah. Middle Peak, right? No, it was Scott's Creek, and you got barreled with him in what your belly. Oh, uh, double barrel. Yeah. Yeah. We were sitting there, and I mean, it was perfect. It was absolutely yeah, perfect. Nobody around, and she pulled into a wave and got barreled. She was praying with Justin. I go, you know, that might be, that could be the last time. What about you know? that picture in Mexico of her pregnant in the barrel? That was, uh. Puerto yeah. Escondido? I think that was no, that I was pregnant with you that time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hold it. Is that child abuse? No wonder they're yeah. surfers. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no maybe problem. Maybe that's why I surf. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind. <laughs> maybe I have been surfing for longer. Amy, <laughs> what, let's hear your day. Do you yeah, have one? Um, the the one day? See, all these things, gosh, it's, I really love the day that we got married and we jumped off the pier. At the no, war. So nice. we got married at uh, um, St. Vincent de Paul, Davenport Catholic Church, mm -hmm. small church. We filled it up with everybody that About we could. hundred people more than we were supposed Plus, to. And, <laughs> and the priest was, he was just so great. He, uh, yeah. Anyway, so we got married there. Then 
uh, we uh, reception at the Sea Cloud at the time. Now yeah. it's Olitas, and we we had the whole place to ourselves, and everybody was there. We're talking. Six, 60 people We're over the limit. Joey uh. Thomas, Vince Collier, Vince Broglio. We're talking. Everybody. Schmitz, oh everybody. No. Dave, uh, Flea, everybody. You know, it's Johnny Rice. Johnny Rice. Yeah. Joey yeah, Thomas. Johnny Rice. Big Bird. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we want, and then yeah. we wanted more people to go, and we couldn't. But anyways, at the end, it was a surprise. Um, we had our wetsuits and put on our wetsuits, and he, we did the garter and the... Yeah. Uh, flower buffet and then yeah we had the veil or I they put the veil on me really tight supposedly and we jumped off the pier and then we went to the Bahamas yeah Yeah, that was a fun one yeah because you know what they said so do you guys want the limo and we're like our limo is going to be our surfboards Mm. I Mm. go bud what do you think we would take your truck <laughs> at the lane, park it there. So we tossed our boards, but guess what? Oops, big old sealed. And Bud goes, we have to jump. I go, I know, that's my board. Oh, you threw the board over and then looked? And that yeah, yeah exactly. Imagine yeah. jumping off and landing on one. Oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Yeah. Well, be done. Yeah, it was. So that was my probably the best day of my life, I thought. Yeah, that was fun. How romantic you are. Well, Sheesh. you know, it's just after jumping off the here and then the cops looking for us or what was it the uh, yeah, harbor patrol and as soon as they found out eric mitchell and um mr mitchell uh, lifeguards yeah they after they found off. out oh it's amy and bud yeah they called yeah. off the chase they were, there was a chase and then they called <laughs> off. See you later. eric <laughs> mitchell lifeguard <laughs> extraordinaire yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise we would have got a ticket yeah, yeah. they right. would have chased us to but they go oh it's her honeymoon whatever yeah. they're it's amy bud let them go so I was so grateful that they did let us go. That's a That's great story. Well, good. A couple of good days right there. Kiana, dreams of professional surfing and tour life. Is that coming up? Um, yeah, I've been doing the QS. I think I just finished my full first season um, on the North American region. I didn't really get the results I wanted, but I think I made like top like 23. 13. I'm not sure. Top 23 last year, but yeah, definitely not the results I wanted, but I've just been having the best time of my life. I got to go to Barbados, Florida, um, Outer Banks, Mexico. Like, I'm by far, I think. No, it's great. But are are we going to do this? uh, I mean, you're not stopping, correct? Um, My plans after high school are a little bit. it was a hard decision because I had to choose between moving and doing a four year or going to community college. And I figured, why not do a community college? It's one, a lot cheaper. Two, I could still pursue surfing and travel, which I want to see the world before I get focused completely on school. I will still be focusing on school, don't get me wrong. Like, education is my first priority, but I still want to be able to travel and do the things that I love with a compromise. So next year, what's your plan? I will be going to Cabrillo in hopes that I could still travel. And not put an emphasis on competitive surfing? Back off a little from she it, or yeah. But I mean, is that is are, what's what is there? Do you have a calendar of events you're gonna try to attend? Oh, our calendar is maxed out. Insane. <laughs> it's so how many? How just like estimate? How many events next year? Um, I think next year will be a little bit lighter because oh, this year I had a mix of um, COVID. I had a lot of things going on. I had 
multiple different um, surfing organizations that I was competing in. I had NSSA, WSL events, um, the school league around here, which is SCCSL. Mm -hmm. I was doing that, but unfortunately, I didn't get to make um, two events out of the season, but I won the only two I did. Oh, so that was a yeah. Oh, and of course, she's being humble, but she was on United States um, Prime. Mm. Uh, yes. Surfing yeah. U.S. U.S. team for how many years? Uh, but you said four. I think it was four. Ever four. since Autumn uh, aged out, you were the only one that's been on it for yeah. Santa Cruz. Yeah. I always look up. So. I always looked up to her because she was on the U.S. team, and I was like, I want to be there one day. And then, yeah. sure enough, after she aged out, I kind of just stepped right in. So instead of doing all of those, you're gonna focus it down to. Well, now that I'm 18. I've aged out of those, and now I'm going to be doing the WSL events. Awesome. And Money. <laughs> right. Money well, and who go, Who travels with you for my that? My dad. Oh, my coach. mom attends a few, but my dad is like my he's, coach. He's my yeah, we've he's been using other coaches, and that works pretty good because, you know, it gets hard to it's coach your daughter, you know, because <laughs> that fine line between being disciplined and being creative and, and I got daughters. Yeah. I know you exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know Terry. You're that deep in Yeah, And no, sometimes no. it's hard to disassociate the fact between your dad and your coach. And sometimes you need a dad, and sometimes you need a coach. Yeah. And that's when it gets difficult being able to disassociate yeah. the two and not take it heart to heart. And Terry, mm. and that's when I get phone calls. Mom, dad, dad, <laughs> and then dad. Oh, and then Bud would say, Oh my gosh, she doesn't listen. And I'm like, You guys need to take a chill pill. You know. Go to the, you know, mellow out. It's all good. Next, mm. you know. But I uh, mean, for the most part, though, my dad's like my best friend, my surf partner. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine life without my dad. Uh, yeah, or my mom. Know, and I, and to my credit, I gotta say this. So we have we paid we paid quite a bit of money for various different coaches over the years. And at every one of the West Coast, she's won three West Coast titles. Yes, three Two West Coast. NSSA uh, and then one WSA. Yeah, U18 championships. So at all three of those. Her coach wasn't there. Hmm. Yeah. I was the one coaching her. Yeah, yeah bud. Woo! Bringing it on. Hey, Why hey, spend hey. the big bucks? Can't, can't say. Oh, you're going to say Lucas Elson's no, dad. No, Christian Sains. He coached me for the last one that I won, the one at Huntington. He wasn't on the beach he that day. He wasn't on the beach, but he was. <laughs> he was, <laughs> who, he was who was telling you and Tyler Chen what was up? Okay, out. but yeah. he was coaching me leading up to the event to get me mentally prepared and just ready to compete. Uh -huh. I feel like a lot of coaching on WSL trips are just keeping the competitors out of trouble. I know. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. okay, you're going to bed. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's a big part of a coach. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, no, you're not going to the strip club. Like, you're I, I going to bed. I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen. Mm. I mean, not with me, but okay, with right. other people. Yeah, like, yeah of course, um, we had Willie Morris on the show. Oh, wow. And it, the best part about Willie Steele is he was on the North Shore – and him and uh, they had they had Martin Potter on that trip. Potter. Yeah, and the, it oh was and God. Willie it was <laughs> Willie a couple of Hawaiians and Martin Potter, and it was the Surfer Pole Awards, and uh, the O'Neill guys are like, look, you're in charge of Ma Martin. You got you got it. Yeah, you got you got you're in charge of Martin. And so uh, Willie's they go to this party and, and Martin's drinking, and he, he, next day he's in the quarterfinals at sunset. Yeah. And. Uh, and this is a great story, but they're like, Willie's like, oh, my God, I'm, Martin's gone. I have to get him out of here. He's looking all over for him. He's asking all the Hawaiians, where's Martin? Well, he's in the bathroom. So he goes into the bathroom, and Martin's passed out on the floor, and the Hawaiians used him as the urinal. Oh, oh no. no. And, yeah, no. And 
No, no and they, they, he said they put him in the trunk. Oh, that's right. That's and they drove him back in the trunk because he smelled so bad. And that was the 80s, right? Yes. See? And he, he went, away with a and he went out the, he went out there that next day, and I think he actually, Willie said he won that quarterfinal. Yeah, that's a surprise. Yeah. And I won't mention the Hawaiians that peed on him. But the you got a pretty Will, good idea. Willie did <laughs> mention those names. Yeah, no. <laughs> but coaching's crazy. important. That so, are, uh, bad, and yeah. how, like uh, the cut now, the, the the scheduling of it, the Challenger Tour, it's all so crazy, and it's become I I feel like so stressful. It's yeah. stressful for sure, and I just I feel bad for the rookies on tour because I had a few friends that were rookies on tour this year. And then all of a sudden, I see them, they're leaving already. Like, they only had so much time to prepare for these events, and they're going against people that have experience on these waves. Like, for example, Bells. That wave looks so incredibly hard to master. Like, mm. imagine being a rookie, have surfing against these people that have been there multiple times, right. have the experience, and you're just sitting there going, and let alone, like, Bells, you don't really get a lot of practice because the lineup's completely right. crowded most of the time. Right. So you're kind of going... Going into it, it's hard to imagine like how to even prepare for that because you're just going. Your advantage, Scotts Creek, baby, from Santa Cruz. Know, yeah, right? that's your Scott's advantage. Creek? Yes, that's why when VC went to Bells, they were like, "Holy shit, who's this guy?" Can't even forget Nat Young. I think he got oh, second. Wow. Mm -hmm. Second. <laughs> yeah. Nat got second there. Yeah. Right. That's why you have an advantage on those guys. Okay, it's yeah. you're not a, a three, uh, a two turn pump to the beach yeah. and a short break finish. You have that advantage. But it is hard to get to that point of these extreme, like, this tour, this dream tour, because the way leading up to it, you're surfing these waves that aren't, aren't nearly yeah. as good as that. They're you're not surfing. preparing you for it. And that's what surfing. she's saying. Right. Yeah, like, right. Street. And they're starting to feel the effects of that because kids are getting through that aren't from Santa Cruz that don't have that big wave thing. They don't have Middle Peak. They don't have Scotts mm -hmm. Creek. They don't have waterfalls. They certainly don't have horseshoes. They just don't mm -hmm. have quality waves. They're surfing these waves that are beach break with only, you do two turns, out the back, hop, 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 and then maybe get one turn on the inside. You can see it, though. They're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. You can actually yeah. see it. And I feel terrible for them because yeah. they're on the tour, yeah. and you should not look uncomfortable when it, like I looked at Margaret, and it got pretty big. There was some, some oh, yeah. pretty big waves It there. was real. Yeah, it was real. And there was some I was just going to say, there were some girls out there that looked like they shouldn't have been out there, in my opinion, based on either their fear or the equipment or what was going on with them. Yeah. Or maybe just needed a little more time out there. Yeah. You know, inversely, like for us, um, I was blessed that her first year on tour, uh, actually it was uh, the first half year, um, was the year Dude that Nat qualified. qualified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we actually got, and she actually got to watch this. Nat is on a whole nother level. When you watch him hit the beach in these QS events, there's no comparison to him and anybody else in those events. There's some really good guys out there, don't get me wrong. Really, really good guys that are on the QS. But the year he qualified and, and blew through it and then qualified through the Challenger and blew through that, his biggest challenge is surfing that shitty surf and getting through that. Mm, yeah. Once he gets into like the Challenger and like on tour, you're watching him in those big waves, he's in his element. But to watch what he did, grinding through that um, QS mm -hmm. season was the most awesome thing, I think, one of the most awesome things I've ever got to watch in surfing was actually me and Keanu would stay the whole event because we knew he was going to be in the finals at almost every single time. And just to watch him do his thing, I mean, 
you know, it was but incredible. The Jax Pro, incredible. The Jax Pro, I will never forget. I was sitting on the beach.